Tonight on Hops and Box Office Flops, the path to power is often soiled with innocent spilled beer. And I will let nothing stop me from becoming king. I'll have barley and hops and a beautiful queen to share it with. Share. Now there's a word that lies crooked upon me. The very sound of it sends my teeth to grate and conjures up pictures of me golden ales being carted off to be consumed by greedy peddlers, leaving me with less than what I want. And what I want is everything. I'll crack it, chug it, and recycle it in the same day. I wonder if her father will pay for the open bar and the after party. Hops and box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back. This is our 174th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, presented by Wabam Entertainment. We are the internet's premier podcast for bad movies, like this one, and mostly good beer. Tonight, we continue our look at horror movies that took their antagonist to space with Leprechaun 4. I don't know if you emphasize bad movies enough with the description of this, but also on the plus side, this one does really lean hard into the inspiration it's like we almost get a voiceover of that in the intro of the movie which that that may have been the peak may have been the best part yeah there's even like a there's like a planet they go to there's this is totally the planet looks like a the planet looks like a fucking meatball (laughs) very very paper mache very nutsack (laughs) i will say this Unlike last week's episode, this movie puts it right on the label. This is Leprechaun 4, colon, in space. It's oh, no, just, they, yeah. they want you to know up front that this motherfucker mm-hmm. is only occurring in space. There's no question. Yeah, speaking of colons, uh, this the space setting at the start of the movie literally is the inflatable colon at your local science center. That's what it looks like. Uh, but wait, what kind of local science center do you have there, Thunderous Wizard? Uh, you know, Tito's you know, got a Tito's has a no. lot of plaster of Paris to mess yeah. around. With. Uh, I guess so. So, saying "fuck you" like to Lucky Charms with me tonight are the man who invented the light shillelagh, Chumpzilla. Uh, you know what? I urinated on a mythological creature's dismembered limb earlier today, so I, I'm pretty pretty concerned with the health and safety of my nether regions at this point like this movie has taught me that i've made a huge mistake so yeah i'm gonna have some leprechaun and or unicorn or some kind of parts coming out of me later and i'm not looking forward to it uh penicillin will not clear that up jumpzilla so good luck with all that we've also got uh cosplaying as a pot of gold captain cash and therefore he will not be speaking because he literally is just a pot of gold uh sitting just silently on zoom uh and lastly the man presiding over the leprechaun's wedding to princess serena mayor mccheese i need zabia to talk about this movie bring it to me now (laughs) 
Where is the chip? So, points of order. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hops and Beal Flops. And you can find Wabam Entertainment at W O B A M E N T. Leprechaun 4 is available to stream on Stars, but also on Peacock. Thank the Lord. Also, it's now running on Hulu as part of Sci Fi's Leprechaun Marathon. And it looks like you can still rent it. And yeah. if you decide to, please ring your call button and Tommy will come back there and hit you in the head with a tack hammer because you are an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's uh don't pay money for this. Uh oh, so, oh god. Let's talk beer. Uh tonight we're drinking uh Guinness because uh when you're in space fighting a demonic leprechaun, it's always a good day for a Guinness. And you know what? I think in a zero gravity situation, the the Guinness like nitro cans with the little, you know, uh, the dongle inside, you probably still get decent carbonation. So that's probably a plus. Very true. I'll tell you what, listener, no matter what you're drinking, you don't have enough of it at all. You (laughs) basically need to figure out what weapon of choice alcohol wise is going to put you into a straight up blackout state to forget this piece of shit i think the uh i think the best advice i can give you is just to take the light shillelagh and just brain yourself with it right off the bat and put yourself out of the out of your misery before you watch this movie no tv timeout is is the light shillelagh and the the random like light nine inch uh, chef's knife the same it's it's like, a, yeah yeah it's yeah. one come out of the end of the other or are they two different weapons uh you we also may be getting too far ahead of ourselves yeah. here maybe we just talk so, about how good guinness is because the rest of this podcast is going to be about this terrible fucking i'll episode. be honest uh you probably need a couple shots of jameson to go with your guinness because guinness uh comes at a non-captain cash approved abv it's somewhere in the fours i didn't look it up because mm-hmm. it's guinness we all love guinness it's a great stout yeah. from dublin ireland if you haven't had it, you should. I'll give you my background. I reached out to T-Dubs because he watched this before me to figure out, uh, based on last week's pod, if I need to put a base on this movie. He said yes. Um, I put down three and a half, eight percent pumpkin beers. Not close to what I needed. Mm. Uh, I think I put down another three and a half, nine percent beers in my garage. Uh just for this fucking movie yeah it's it's a rough watch if uh you expect anything less than what you're gonna get Mm -mm. Uh, now quickly about guinness it's a three bad movie rating for me i'm sure it's the same for you guys yep oh yeah all night every night guinness is a classic so leprechaun 4 was directed by brian trenchard smith who has directed all sorts of other schlock including leprechaun 3 and a Porky spinoff called Pimpin' Pee-wee. <laughs> wow. I don't even want to. I'm not going to. Let's just keep going. I'm just going to guess Paul Rubens is not in that. No. Uh, by the way, we will have a question about Brian Trenchard Smith's uh, filmography later. So stay tuned. Oh, oh no. Leprechaun 4, uh, not surprisingly, stars Warwick Willow Davis as the titular Leprechaun. Jessica, I love appearing in part four's Collins as Tina. She was also in Best of the Best Four. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Baywatch Babe Carlton as Princess Zarina. Miguel Bison Bucks or Joanna Man Nunez Jr. as Styx. Holy shit, was he in Joanna Man? Was that him? Yeah, it's Joanna Man. Oh my God. It was, no, like, no. I saw him. Wait. 
Come on. I was like, that dude looks so familiar. Thank yeah, you. Carmelo uh, Anthony was in this? Yeah. Joanna, man. That was really breaking my brain. Thank you. That, this is the only good thing to come to this podcast was for you to let me know where that fucking guy was from. Does yep. that make him DJ then? Yeah, he's DJ. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, we've got Debbie, who's Heidi from Home Improvement, Dunning as Dolores, and a host of others. Boy. Hey, don't forget the, uh, the, uh, the army dude with the plate in his head. He's, he's the uh, door gunner from Full Metal Jacket. When Joker asks him, do you find it hard to shoot women and children? He says, no, you just lead them less. That's that guy. Oh, well, I, I, one would assume maybe he was actually in the service because... Uh... Uh, he actually was originally cast as the drill sergeant uh until they until they got uh you know the army to do it oh boy what his career could have been instead he winds right? up in drag and leprechaun four right oh, Weird. Don't, Weird. don't give away all the good parts d does yeah so <laughs> leprechaun four was released straight to video which is the second leprechaun movie in a row to do so in february of 1997 uh it cost a reported three million dollars to produce in all likelihood mm-hmm. I probably accounted for half of its video rental sales <laughs> because I watched it a number of times when I was younger. Ooh, uh, that, that somehow explains some things. Yeah, you know, technically not a box office flop, but it fit the theme and critics also hated it. It's a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes with six reviews, user score of 20 uh, and in their review, the AV Club stated, the outer space setting comes off as a desperate ploy to continue a horror series without having to pay any attention to continuity or the laws of reality. AV Club, I generally like you, but it's a movie about a malevolent Irish fairy. It never obeyed the laws of reality. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, it starts off with Jennifer Aniston in her 20s unconvincingly playing a high school student so yeah this yeah. franchise was never grounded he in murdered a guy with a pogo stick in leprechaun 2 <laughs> uh well those are the good old days yeah. then we got this movie the, where... those were the good days the you know when it were not the dark days blood this, for blood is... by the gallon so let's get to our one sentence descriptions chumsilla how would you describe the lovely leprechaun for Oh, oh boy. Uh, Warwick Davis stars in a horror porn parody without the sex. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty close. I mean, they do tease things like this is going to be some sort of cheap Skinamax film. Well, and the and the budget and the visuals are definitely on the uh, level of it. Yeah, porn this parody. is uh, this movie oof. feels cheap. This is I don't a, even know if it's on. I think I think porn parodies would put more into the CGI. I feel like this is a <laughs> jv junior high school version of a movie this is certainly irish <laughs> emmanuel in space uh mccheese how would you describe this uh, i would i guess leprechaun four what happened here <laughs> uh yeah that's good i was or how say- <laughs> did this happen or why yeah. or, like there's so many just leading questions of like, we didn't need this. And like, no one should have gone through this. Poor Warwick Davis had to run around on sets that look like a fucking 12-year-old made him out of a sketch drawing 
and this movie <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah no i mean i think the budget for the sets and the props here was clearly zero dollars everything appears to have been sourced from a big lots most likely on the clearance aisle and yeah it's just shocking even for a direct-to-video movie it is shocking how cheap some of the stuff looks the space settings on the planet are just abysmal and again like i think you said it was three million dollars t-dubs i don't see that on the screen no I, no I, i've seen movies made for like a hundred thousand dollars that look better than this now granted they weren't trying to do a space setting and this movie is exclusively in space but still holy crap does it look cheap everything okay. has that weird uh paper bag nutsack look quality <laughs> where you're just like what the fuck is this planet or these asteroids or anything <laughs> yeah so i have two uh first one would be zach and mary make a leprechaun movie and the second the second one me shoot beer out my nose <laughs> Oh, oh my uh, gosh, T-dubs. Oh, okay, continue. And the second one would be in space. Nobody hear, can hear you scream. Why? <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I'm dying. Uh, there is an actual plot that IMDb has on it oh, on its website. Oh, and it is, oh our deadly leprechaun is in space to woo a beautiful princess who is impressed with his gold and desires to separate from him. Uh, that should be now, a I, well, desires I, to separate but i gotta say something here um george lucas should have taken notes because the plot of this movie is very <clears throat> you know star wars prequely like trade alliance politics bullshit that nobody cares about and george lucas should have watched leprechaun 4 and said oh wait hold on nobody cares about trade blockades uh in space um I, I i should do something different with my star wars prequels yeah says you well i'm just saying it's a very unnecessarily complicated like oh the king doesn't understand and i'm gonna win the princess with my wealth and it's about like uh, it's a I very think, i don't think this is overly complicated uh oh no i and... tried to trick her with gold yeah we're just painted rocks yeah. like my kids do all the time and then spaceships <laughs> yeah there's, so, like, there's like some space politics bullshit behind it and it's like you're trying to make me care about this because i don't yeah well don't we're gonna get oh, well, plot, yeah so. right yeah, now let's leave it for the fact. plot because it doesn't oh, okay. actually yeah. all occur on a spaceship yeah so the leprechaun has kidnapped a space princess in the hopes of marrying her and becoming the king in waiting a group of space marines are sent to find her and they foil that plan blowing him up during their rescue mission it's okay though because his aura forces itself into one of the Marines via his penis piping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, then so. he then emerges from that man's urethra as the Marine is about to indulge in some lovemaking, and then he begins to wreak havoc aboard their ship. It's a fully formed homunculi. It's pretty awesome. Now, the Marines Homun were hired by this guy, Dr. Mittenhand, who we'll get to in a minute, but all the Leprechaun wants is the princess back but she's important to this Dr. Mittenhand and his experiments. Thus, he forces the Marines to stay with him to kill the evil fairy. Now, why does Dr. Mittenhand need her? 
because Princess Serena's blood is capable of regenerating human tissue. And since Dr. Mittenhan is essentially a torso sustained by an iron lung, he needs her. Now, isn't this effectively the plot of The Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Now, again, see, just big budget movies stealing plots and plot threads directly from terrible movies. I'm sure we get around to it later, but there's several things we glossed over. One, I mentioned it. When they show his quote-unquote gold and riches earlier, they are literally just painted rocks. Like that is oh, what yes, I do with my yeah. kids. That's what I do with my kids in the wintertime because we can't go outside in the snow. Yeah, this is straight up the stuff from like uh, somebody's aquarium for painted gold. Yeah, um, we <laughs> uh, we casually mentioned it, but we're glossing over it very fast because. Your summary is perfect in the fact that it fits on one computer screen. Uh, the CGI of the spaceship flyovers and the planets, whoo boy. Um, yeah, again, if you have no money, <laughs> you do not need to remind us you're in space by using outside shots. It literally yeah. looks like meat. It, it looks like a meatball. And one of them, you see the asteroid fly by and there's literally a seam where you can see they glued the two sides together yeah before it flew by the one thing that struck me about the uh spaceship model they used in cgi is it appears to be wrapped in chicken wire like fancy space chicken wire just got a weird cage around it i'm like oh, oh they yeah, that's, that's uh, all those uh space faraday cage chicken wire yeah that's a really that's interesting right. design choice yeah cool cool moving on and we also get a lot of unnecessary space marine machismo like yelling and grunting and kill 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 and all that other shit that we don't need but it's a leprechaun movie so apparently we're gonna drive that point home that they're there to kill everything and then the random girl's like no we need samples i'm like oh my god oh yeah the the scientist character like this truly is a porn parody like, yeah. well, the that's, hot that's, scientist. Yeah, it, like we're gonna jump around here, but that's what kills me. I'm when we were watch, like when I watched it the first time, seven minutes in, I'm like, all right, where are the titties? Because this is one of those horror movies that that's the first thing they lead with because it's the only thing they keep you around. And this movie randomly played that out to wait like an hour and seven minutes before getting them out for no reason. And you're just like, oh, okay, no, we you don't need to do that. Stop. <laughs> No, not at all. But so, back so, back back plot. here comes the leprechaun. Uh, he picks off the Marines one by one. He drops a container on Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes are drops a container on his head. He throws Dolores from a catwalk, exposes another Marine to flesh eating bacteria, flattens a guy's head like a pizza, uh, injects Dr. Mittenhand with a nasty serum that turns him into an arachnid human hybrid, uh, glamours the sergeant, into dressing in drag and then they are forced to kill him can we just say it now warwick davis is having a blast in this movie oh yeah he does seem to be for what they gave him he is having a good time he he knows exactly what movie he's in and he's loving every minute of it and he's giving it one hell of a handy performance well the the leprechaun series was always 100 pretty much trying to rip off the Freddy Krueger formula. Here's yeah, the kind of, bad sure. guy. He kills mm-hmm. people in silly ways. And yeah, he's having the time of his life, which is kind of why I like this movie because it it really knows it's terrible. And it just says, whatever. 
Yeah, as far as all the Leprechaun movies go that I can speak to, which would be the first one in this one, again, Davis seems to to be enjoying it, and he knows exactly what he's doing. And his performance helps, really does. It helps carry these movies as best as he can. What kills me is that what T.W. just went through, like, if you would have done a lot of those kills correctly, it would have been somewhat entertaining. Like, Mm. what what got me in, like, there was a point where I was laughing at it angrily, not like how much is I enjoying it? Uh, like when they went into the flesh eating bacteria section and he's fucking in there in his own suit. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. he's already waiting for him. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> if you would have just leaned hard into the dumbest shit I've ever seen category, this movie would have actually probably done a lot better than they're walking a weird line of like trying to be, somewhat of a movie and not just being yeah. like a fucking just ham hock movie yeah they very yeah. clearly did not have the money for the kills no for oh. most of them right like a lot of them are just like debbie dunning from uh, more power oh, oh, oh. she just dies off screen like yeah he drops her I and mean, then they like go down to her and she's like kill him <laughs> they set the stuff up and then the the actual execution of the kills is poor. Now, like uh, Pizza Head is great. Like that's great cheesy horror. Um, well, yeah, and then like between that and the, when he was in the suit already, if they would have done more of that stupid shit, I would have gotten a chuckle out of it. But yeah. Instead, oh, sure, they yeah. tried to like they tried to play a weird line where they acted like it mattered, and it it doesn't. It, it this. There's no yeah. reason to no. make this a real thing at all. You make a really good point there, Mitchies. This movie, if you can call it that, is at its best when it is firmly winking at the camera. Yeah, no shit. That's what this thing should do. It's the fourth mm-hmm. leprechaun. There's they, no they reason just to clearly they didn't have the money. Yeah. Like no, they no, tried for sure. <laughs> no, they they cheap they had to cheap out. I mean, again, they have good setups for some of these kills and the idea is there, but then the ultimate execution is poor because effectively, yeah, they didn't have the money and they just couldn't do it. Every leprechaun kill should be set up in a way where once he peers his stupid face out. In my brain, I should go, oh, you cheeky bastard. And then he kills somebody <laughs> and I laugh. <laughs> yeah, they, they just do it with the like one-liners. But uh, before we wrap up the plot, which we're about to do, Captain Cash has now decided to transform out of his pot of gold cosplay and join the conversation because this movie is just too great not to discuss. Um, I'm pretty sure I was birthed out of one of your penises. It's definitely feeling like that's, that's what happened. Definitely Trump still. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know, that seems accusatory. I'm pretty sure it was Mayor McCheese, but whatever. Since you're joining us late, Captain Cash, did you have a one-liner for this just masterful work of art? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? I guess what I'd say is there are no rainbows in space. What is leprechaun doing out here well, well i do, well, hey, I do mention on. that hey, in just a moment uh he well, doesn't have wait, a fucking pot stop, of gold stop, in this movie. he I'm, has I'm, golden I'm, nuggets so what the I hell guess, it's golden rocks bullshit whoa whoa where are we getting this no rainbows in space here i'm sorry captain cash i know that this was the point that uh, the mayor tried to make the other day uh last week and i again firmly disagree with it because we all are aware of the Bifrost. And what is the Bifrost if not a rainbow in space? Am I right? 
so you're saying Leprechaun 7 needs to be Leprechaun Asgard. Yeah. I'm just saying, is is Thor nothing more than just an overgrown Leprechaun with a, a hammer instead leprechaun. of a laser no, shillelagh? Loki is the overgrown Leprechaun. Yeah. He's a trickster. Two. Come on, that one was right there for you. But I will say this, if if we're making a Leprechaun versus Thor, if Hela was able to just best all those pussies from Asgard the way she did, they stand zero chance against the Leprechaun who kills people in all manner of different mischievous ways. What you're really all missing here is the only reason Captain Cash jumped on was to pitch his Smashing Pumpkins cover album, <laughs> Rainbows in Space. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, coming yeah. out yeah, in three to five <laughs> weeks i look for it on spotify look <laughs> on spotify it's the same cost as this movie check, check you know, his myspace uh free samples <laughs> hey myspace still good for music that's a fact i i kind of half-assed watched this movie while i was doing other things the green lightsaber only shows up in that one scene right that's Where it does, yeah you only get one green shillelagh lightsaber comes out of nowhere it goes to nowhere oh that's it, it goes somewhere <laughs> i mean it's the cheapest I, I assume he cuts off the guy's legs it's not clear uh, it also really, has a shillelagh yeah. knife later that uh has like a eight inch blade we can't figure yeah. out if it sticks out of the so bottom end this of the movie, lightsaber or not this movie covers a lot of bases drag <laughs> <laughs> doesn't necessarily have a knife boot but he has a knife shillelagh slash lightsaber, lightsaber shillelagh. shillelagh so yes. you know that's an accessory oh, wow. it's not okay. exactly a piece of clothing uh but well, drag we got a and... spider yeah. scorpion man we got a yes. drag uh-huh bad german um... accents that's always clutch did we get a gunam uh i mean technically I they attempt to goon the leprechaun i can I just tell you, we we didn't really talk about on plot, but this movie has several just Leprechaun v Marine shootouts that are comically. Oh my bad. god, we did not talk about uh, the fact that none of them can fucking shoot. Oh yeah, the gunplay in this movie is something. <laughs> it is like uh, watching a bunch of adult drunken men at a laser tag. No, it's like watching a bunch of four year olds shoot Nerf guns. At like randomly at the ceiling and floor and other places, but not at yeah. each other. And my favorite part of it is when the the main marine, who's like, "Oh, this guy's the tough guy," and the the scientist in air quotes are like falling for each other, and she's like, "You're so good at this." It's like well, he hasn't hit him yet. <laughs> You've shot literally nothing but the control panel five or six times. All right, let's finish this plot. All right, because when searching for his gold, which again, not a pot this time just golden nuggets which uh the space people have shrunk for reasons uh he's accidentally shot with the shrinking laser that can also expand things which creates a giant leprechaun so essentially now he's just peter dinklage from from infinity war see there was your leprechaun in space joke yeah yeah Yeah. come on yeah sorry well hey but still it's like it's like the big boy from uh, austin powers it's like oh look he's in space yeah so he grows into this monstrously sized leprechaun and there's a lot of bad one-liners but he's foiled when they blast his cheesy one-liner spewing ass into space but he doesn't leave with one without one last moment his severed hand flicks off the camera (laughs) And just, it, it's amazing, like, green screen composite work. It's just, 
unbelievable this is yeah, all I like how they, pretty bad i like how yeah. they try to figure out how space works when he flies out he grows like three times as big and then shrinks down to nothing and then grows again and, explodes. and then explodes yeah uh <laughs> i didn't mention dr mittenhand uh oh. basically his uh arachnid self uh, sort of chasing this scientist through the air vents which is my favorite part of the movie how about the part where he's just talking about how he needs to eat flies for a solid five yeah. minutes while he's also working a computer this movie basically said uh we'll see your brundle fly and we'll raise you a million dollars jeff goldblum you can never top this practical effect ever again it's so uh, good well, we've made it this long and it's probably because i've been drinking just to prep for this the fact that this movie is an hour and 30 long is a fucking abomination to human race <laughs> this doesn't yeah, need to yeah. be more than a solid 50 minutes <laughs> well all right so it's an hour and a half how many beers mary cheese in that hour and a half do you need a dozen <laughs> a new record <laughs> but there i've i don't uh, and i i mentioned it when we were texting this i don't know if i've ever been so angry watching a movie i i even put down a base after having to watch the last space hellraiser and still like 10 minutes in, I stopped the movie, went back out to the garage and got another three 9% beers in preparation for the rest of the movie I had to sit through. I was so pissed off when I went to bed last night. I still am carrying that grudge against you. Yeah, you're you're pretty upset. I, I'm still very upset. I still opted very, not to very upset to any of those angry text messages. Uh, Chumpzilla, how many beers? Uh, this is a tough one. This is like an all the steel reserve you can drink <laughs> in 90 minutes movie. Just just get yourself some tall boys of steel reserve and don't stop until you pass out or the credits roll. Because, yeah, this is a tough one. This is barely a movie. I think you guys are being harsh, but we'll see what Captain Cash has to say. I'm not going to listen. This is a bad movie. This is a I'm not going to give it six bad beers only because it's 90 minutes. Five. It's five. It's, it's really bad. None of the special effects. Like Horror exists for a couple reasons. Good scares, some funny one-liners, or some really interesting kills. And this has a couple interesting ideas, but none of the kills are remarkable or gruesome or funny enough or executed in a way that makes it worth it. So I feel like you're not giving it six because you won't put in the effort to hit that six mark. I think you could do it. I think if I mean, you really had to watch you this movie were, twice, you'd realize it's a six. Yeah. If you were going to watch with more power, <laughs> you'd, get, God damn it. you'd definitely get to six. If I was hanging out with Heidi from, Tim, from Tool Time, fine six. How do you not make it to the first Marine setting and see the dude's chrome head and like how it somehow oh, God, I love the chrome head. and be like, oh, they just did that with clay. Now yeah, that's straight up Play-Doh. Now, <laughs> wait a minute. Don't don't go there yet because I'm going to have a yeah. question about the practical effect work. No, hold on. I'm going to say this, though, to Captain Cash. Um, I would <clears throat> venture to guess that you could definitely squeeze that sixth beer into this movie if you were hanging out and doing blow with Tim Allen, convicted felon, Tim Allen. No, no, he's not Just convicted. He, he took a plea. Yeah. Oh. He sold out his other drug running buddies. 
which included I, Bob Vila. I, I think he I think he confessed. And He's Al Borland. So wait, here's the, what I'll say. Wait, the guitarist from Limp Biscuit? No, that's uh, Wes Borland. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That was a joke. Yes. Keep so going. I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna blow you uh Mayor McCheese's mind right now. This is two enjoyment beers <laughs> and, and three pain beers. Uh, this movie is very, very bad, but it also knows it's very, very bad. And in a lot of times, it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, we the have only, no money. Just the only reason it. you're fucking laying this groundwork is that you're three time zones away and I can't strangle you to death. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's also the alternative tagline for the movie Leprechaun 4. Eh, fuck it. Yeah. No. I mean, this I would a hundred times out of a hundred, I would rather watch this than Hellraiser Four. Hellraiser Four is like just a total mess, and I'd rather not watch either of them ever again. And it Jesus. takes itself seriously, and this does not. Now, hey, I'm, we're super far ahead, but what's the next four or what's the next space movie? Uh, next is Jason X. Oh, thank God! It's something yeah. that's gonna actually that one's at least fun. Yeah, that one's got Cronenberg in it. This is it my does. only month where I participate all four weeks because and, I uh, four movies, and you've killed me twice in a row. Well, you're not gonna like Critters for any better than this, but uh, oh no! Uh, at the end of the pod, we are gonna discuss who is the most famous person to have appeared in one of these terrible movies because they all do have a famous person in them. Warwick Davis, notwithstanding, because he is the I was gonna say the lead. Uh, well, Hey, Captain Cash missed out on last week. We didn't realize that Hellraiser lives in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Captain Cash could meet Hellraiser at he any could. given time. That explains a lot. Yeah. He's no, probably in yeah. your leather He's a bondage river club. Yeah. <laughs> his real name's Doug Bradley, Captain Cash. Apparently his wife's him. an artist. And if you don't go to her art gallery and at least send us photos of what she's selling, I'm going to be very yeah. upset. And you better yeah. be dressed as Pinhead. Now... <laughs> We're going to take our first break. We're going to hear from our brothers in beer over the Hop Nation USA podcast. And when we come back, I've got some lingering questions about Leprechaun 4, colon, in space. Hey, everyone. This is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. Hello and welcome back to the 174th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops presented by Wabam Entertainment. We are talking the greatest space-centric movie ever to go straight to video and that is leprechaun four <laughs> and we've got some lingering questions about the film and i think mayor mccheese's anger will only rise <laughs> throughout these questions no i'm gonna work through it i'm gonna i'm gonna try to process it because uh, i don't know if there's any good answers to any of these yeah. questions so to be honest with you. number one is there a best kill of this movie I, I have mean, a definitive when, answer. As when always. he crawls out of the dude's dick, does it kill the dude? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. 100% yes. that kills him. I mean, I guess yeah. that's probably up there because it's so stupid. <laughs> the pee hole is very tiny, and that is a large leprechaun to come crawling out. And she well, just I mean, watches it and then 
proceeds for the rest of the movie. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's how. Like it, it's somehow all covered by his underwear. Like there's no yeah, it, his underwear stretches. It's just silly. It's almost like he's I, the I, Incredible uh, Hulk in a way. Oh, okay. He's definitely if, fancy, if, stretchy lycra Hulk underpants. Yeah. If we if we notice anything from last week's Space Marines, they don't dress appropriately. So so he probably had of, huge baggy jinkos on, and it could easily fit. <laughs> yeah. Full on mm-hmm. leprechaun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right down his pant leg, hit me right there. <laughs> Highlight of this film, humor. Is it my fault? Because you know I I got him hard. I oh no, it's not your fault. That's the way I'd like to die, standing at attention. Then she's like, "Is that so?" It's like, yeah. What? what was that? What the fuck was? That? And then she starts like eyeing him up, like she's gonna come after him while they're trying to kill a goddamn yeah. demonic leprechaun. She no, definitely I... has a thing for guys with half heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, everybody got a type. Yeah. yeah. Well, true, no, I just true. like the fact that this movie has given me the opportunity to say that. Yeah, my favorite kill is when the man bursts the leprechaun homunculus from his urethra like that's a sentence i never thought i would ever say in my entire life but thanks to leprechaun okay four, yeah urethra kill two mm-hmm. for two uh captain this Cash. is not a, this is not even a kill i think i mentioned it earlier i mean when she decides to just get her boobs out randomly in the movie they don't well that's actually, a uh, what it doesn't relate sense. to anything it yeah, just like she's like oh it does it's a these are here and it's then, a greeting from her home planet that y'all are fucked. Yeah, that's the, the the only way they can explain putting boobs in a shitty movie is uh, oh, back on her home planet. That means you're cursed. Yeah, that's like, Hollywood okay. speak for it was in her contract. <laughs> oh my god, this fucking well, bag you know garbage. some some boobs stand in the darkness, afraid to step <laughs> into the light. Is this a Batman? Reference? Don't you worry. <laughs> It's gonna hey, be watch. all right. All right, keep going. Does anyone else have a kill we want to it's talk a, about? It's a Captain Cash's turn. We would be remiss if we did not talk about the flattened head. Yes, no, that's, the only, that's, that's, that's the only fair. one we should be talking about. <laughs> that that should the, the biggest problem this movie has is that didn't happen in the first five minutes to let you know you're watching a Looney Tune. There, there's a lot of things that this movie did not do right, but yeah, that if they would have put that in the front, followed immediately by boobs, and then an hour and a half of Leprechaun space kills, I may have been way more interested. It's a horror movie. When someone gets their face smashed in, usually there's blood and you know brains and stuff that gets splattered on the wall. This is literally a cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it is. Don't very... forget that the. The leprechaun throws it with his mind. <laughs> wow. I mean, he's the leprechaun. Uh, that's my favorite kill as well. I think pizza head, yeah. the flat head. I don't know if it kills him as much as he just goes down with a giant flat head and he's like, Oh, he's deformed. He's deformed. Yeah. But the best part of that too, is that that guy's a perv and we kind of, you know, like that he gets it. That's a satisfying kill as well. I mean, not a lot of the movie is satisfying, but yeah, like he is the one guy you're like, oh yeah, he should die. But question two incorporates future Leprechaun movies because, you know, the Leprechaun has made his way around. He's been to some remote farm. He's been to Vegas. It's, you know, a place for a Leprechaun to hang out and try his luck. But he's also been to the hood. So what is a weirder setting for the Leprechaun? The hood, that's, 
I, I believe it's T-H-A, the hood, as they spell it on the, the cover of that movie. <laughs> or oh, yeah. space. And that is the Leprechaun 5. And 6, because he goes back to the hood. He goes back. Oh, no. Yeah. So what's what's a weirder setting? By the way, Mother's Milk is in one of them. Oh, no. Oh, nice. And yeah. Coolio as well. Yeah. I mean, weirder or not as good of a movie? Just a weirder setting. Like, like okay i get the space thing because other horror movies were doing it but this was like clearly like an excuse for them to write some probably really racially dodgy yeah i was about to say semi-racist shit um Um, there are no rainbows in space space is the weirder place for the leprechaun to show up a leprechaun can show up on earth somewhere in a city yeah okay yeah i i like Captain Cash's nerdy logic there. Uh, and I also, I really hated that he didn't have a pot of gold in this movie. Now, I've never seen the Hood movie, so I don't know if he has a pot of gold or if they did something, again, racially insensitive with his gold in that movie. It's a golden grill, isn't it? It's it's something that bad. It's I, definitely something that's not I okay. fear it's bad. Yeah. Mm, I, I'm yeah. going with space, though. I'm with Captain Cash here. See, my only issue with that is i feel like space could be a lot more fun you can have a lot more liberties with the space setting when you put them in an urban setting and you racially code it effectively i feel like you kind of box yourself in and set yourself up for some pretty dodgy humor i think space is the safer and maybe more creatively open setting Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but when you decide to land on the planet of Nutsacharis and do nothing with it, like, it sounds way more fun. Hey, he, he came out of a guy's penis. I mean, come on. I mean, he did Well, they something. spent the first half of the movie showing fucking plaster of Paris meatballs and bullshit as far as the planet goes. So I okay, think well, is probably better. Next right, October, yeah. when we do racially insensitive horror movies, we'll have to Travel to the hood. And well, see, then, uh, see what there's two. Brings. We can do two leprechauns. We can move what, back to back. The hood and back to the hood. Yeah. What's the Snoop Dogg horror movie? Bones. Bones. Yep. Bones. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Number three. Would you rather be chained up by the Cenobites and forced to rewatch Hellraiser four, or have the leprechaun crawl out of your urethra? Which Cenobite? Good question. I'm gonna make yeah. you I mean, like if you're telling the movie me with the Siamese twins. I was about to say, oh. you're telling me it's princess and princess form without the devil eyes. No, no, you don't get that. Twins, you don't get fine. Angelique looking if, like if, it, if it's fucking the Mentos twins and I have to sit there. No, I'm not doing. And that. they talk uh, in their uh, goofy uh, voice while you watch the movie. Oh my god, uh, what's oh, going no. on down there? Well, I mean, at least it seems like the first option you've given us, we survive. Uh, the other one is my dick gets blown up by Warwick Davis, which I'm not. You know, if I survive, of. you know, it's just like, you know, that's a uh, just a snip snip. I'm done. You know, I don't have to well, go to the doctor after that. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not really into sounding, so I'm going to have to stick with the Cenobites and Hellraiser 4. And honestly, I watched a good portion of that like assembly cut thing that's posted online. Uh, it's hashtag it's release the version, Pornhub cut. <laughs> yeah, and if, the, if that's the version I have to watch, I'm definitely watching that because it's it's decent. I mean, it's better than the theatrical cut for be sure. Pretty hard not to be better than the theatrical cut. Fair. I'm, I'm just telling you, 
if the leprechaun crawls out of my pee hole and I survive, that's a hell of a story. You know, it's not. Hey, guess what I watched last weekend? Hellraiser 4. I'd be like, wait, you watched it again? <laughs> hey, Cheeto, yes. guess what I watched last weekend? Hellraiser 4, you asshole. <laughs> In fairness, I wasn't Sorry. able to watch Hellraiser 4. So that, you know, it would be a fresh experience and doing it with a Cenobite seems like it might be fun. Um, uh, on the other hand, uh, I was I was definitely going to not choose the, the leprechaun death until someone uttered the phrase, have Warwick Davis blow up my penis. And somehow <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That doesn't, we put it like that. Maybe. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold the phone here, Captain Cash. T-dubs. Again, we've got a modern, uh, you know, entertainment property stealing from one of these movies. We had the penis scene in the boys. Oh yeah. Where but, did they get that from? They got it from Leprechaun 4. Now for the record, I believe uh, it might have been you, Chumzilla, I was talking to you about this. But again, Ant-Man, your job wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard. The hole was there. Say, Just get mm-hmm. in. Get in. I will say out. this. I will say this. If the three of us, minus Chumzilla, ever end up at another Comic-Con and Warwick Davis is there, I will pay whatever fee is necessary for someone to take a picture with his head sticking out of your fly. <laughs> I mean, that that's a good question. Like, Seems better fair. random place for a head to pop out of in a movie. The dashboard in Blues Brothers 2000 or Warwick Davis <laughs> at the tip of your people? Why can't we do both? Why can't we fly? I want someone to unzip the guy's fly and Warwick Davis's lower half of his face just sticks out. Faith in me, God. Warm in here, isn't it? Where's me gold? Don't touch oh, no. me gold. <laughs> oh, okay. So I did have a question about how weird it was that they had a leprechaun-sized hazmat suit on the ship, but we did talk so about upset. that during the plot. I'm so angry about the fact that he so, was already in his own suit. So I just want to ask about the best practical effect of this movie and the worst practical effect of this movie. Mine is the same. The the pizza head is the best practical effect. It's goofy, it's fun, it looks good. And I would say Dr. Mittenhand, when he's not oh, the actor, gosh. is the worst. Because holy oh. shit, is that unnerving when they show that thing wheeling from behind. The shots from behind, yeah, they are, are pretty bad. Horrible. But what do you guys yeah. think? Well, I mean, Chuck you were talking that. about the metal head. <laughs> uh, you know, like, what I'm impressed by with the metal head is that it does look relatively consistent from scene to scene, which is impressive considering it appears to be like spray painted plaster of Paris and Play-Doh uh, and, and affixed to an actor's head. Um, the, man, the fact that they managed to make that look somewhat consistent from scene to scene is impressive. But yeah, I know. I think the uh, I think the, the the Dr. Mittenhand character for me is the best and the worst because it's, it's kind of shocking that they went so aggressive with that cyborg character and it's mostly okay from the front but as soon as the camera you know shot shifts to the the shots from behind him it's like just a mannequin on a cart it's so it's, bad it's bad the pumping heart effect is pretty good 
Yeah, what's really ambitious, it was an ambitious effect for this movie. So I give them credit for it until they do the behind shots. And then it's well, I mean, the whole plot hinged on her blood. Give me her blood. (laughs) Where is the chip? Uh, Captain Cash is a man who appreciates good practical effect, best and worst. There's no getting around the pizza effect. There isn't. And but I think I think it might be the worst because of all of them. It makes the least sense to me. All the other stuff where the practical effects don't work, they don't work because they look cheap or they're, you know, like Pizza Head looks exactly like whoever was like, give me Pizza Head. That's what they wanted it to look like. That's what got approved. Someone was doing that on purpose. That was that was not an unforced error based on we didn't have enough money to make this look really good. That's why it's the worst effect. Okay. Best effect? Yeah. I mean, honestly, Warwick Davis still looks pretty decent as the leprechaun. Leprechaun looks good. The teeth are good. Yeah. The hands I mean, are, when you, are the most budget part of it. They, they, yeah. And when you get up close, the, the blending of his lipstick into his mouth, like, because his, his lips are kind of blackish, that doesn't get blended in real well. So, real close up yeah. shots, you're like, ugh, man, one more shot at this guy's. To be fair, though, that makeup's never been great, but I would say it's not like, significantly worse in this movie than the previous sequels it's, yeah it's pretty on par okay Agreed. yeah uh mccheese anything to add uh the worst for me is dr mittenhand and spider scorpion form and his erratic fly loving behavior uh i wouldn't say it's the best but at least what made me chuckle just because it's so stupid is all of the golden jewels that are clearly from the fucking dollar store. <laughs> oh, they totally raided Party City. Like, oh, yeah. What are we going to do? We didn't buy any he's, treasures. He's very concerned about his gold. And I'm like, bitch, I have that in my playroom for my kids. It's not that, it's not anything to go crazy about. He, yeah, he literally glamours her with plastic rubies <laughs> and an $8 chalice. I'm not saying the mayor is wrong here, but I'm going to guess that the leprechaun is a big hit on Bourbon Street come Mardi Gras. Fair, fair point. Uh, So with that, we're going to take our second break. On the other side, we've got the Irish UTI Trivia Challenge. But before we get there, you'll hear from our Wobam Entertainment brethren over at the Double Turn Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Boss Ross. And I'm the J-Man, and we're the Double Turn Podcast. Every Friday, we bring you the best in pro wrestling talk. Whether it's previews and reviews on pay-per-view events, discussing the hottest topics in pro wrestling, or bringing you a look back to some of the best matches and moments in history. We have it all for you. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. And you can also give us a follow on Instagram at the Double Turn Podcast. And we will catch you on the flip side. Hello and welcome back to the 174th episode of Pops and Box Office Flops. We're talking straight to video Leprechaun 4 that takes him to space. In we're on to the, <laughs> the Irish UTI trivia challenge. And because this is a movie that had very little to go on behind it, this is a trivia challenge about the Leprechaun series as a whole. It's a standard five-question multiple-choice format quiz. To chime in, either stick with one of our stalwarts or say, 
long live the queen or a laser up my ass you guys are playing for that incredible table of gold does it still have all the gold paint on it or is it just rocks now uh, by this point that lead paint is very toxic so beware also the laser shillelagh uh, available to rent has to be returned so are we ready let's do it Mm -hmm. all right number one beginning in 1993 the leprechaun series has spanned multiple decades how many movies total reboots included have been made is it a6 is it b7 is it c8 or is it d9 parts and tarts captain cash seven incorrect laddie oh i thought it was lucky number seven i'm gonna shoot cheese nine correct so you have leprechaun one through four you've got leprechaun in the hood leprechaun back to the hood leprechaun (laughs) origins and Mm -hmm. leprechaun returns which was a made for tv sci-fi movie oh how did we not get a leprechaun gone wild just like we got a hellraiser yeah. at spring break? Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're due for a leprechaun just called leprechaun again. Yeah. No, 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 it would be the leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the leprechaun. That's Everything there. old is new again. Get Jennifer yeah. Aniston back. Let's redo it. Yeah, she'd do it. I'm sure. Yeah, she's, she can definitely act better, better than the first one. Uh, I will say this. You could easily make a slasher villain team-up movie called like slasher, you know, slasher something gone wild. And it's just like Jason, it's Freddy, it's Michael Myers, it's Leprechaun, and they all descend on spring break and just massacre dim-witted nice. Yeah. Are you trying to basically put together a Super Smash Brothers of all the yeah, villains ever on I spring break? My cheese, my cheese, it's right there. Super Slash Brothers. Please. Oh, Boom. Print money. Thank you. Okay, studios, call us. Uh, a lot of licensing issues with that, but you guys can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cheese up one to nothing. Wow. Another rarity, but he's been doing better in trivia lately. Must be his every, love for every, this movie. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Uh, Number two, one character from the 1993 film appeared in the most recent entry, 2018's Leprechaun Returns. Who was it? These are character names. Was it Nathan, the little kid from uh, Rookie of the Year? Was it Ozzy, which was the the fat guy that stole Pee-wee's bike? Or husky guy that stole Pee-wee's bike? There we go. Yeah. Uh, Was it (laughs) Alex? You can just call him fat. It's fine. Yeah. Was it Alex who was the uh, sort of paramour to uh, Jennifer Lopez's character? Yep. Or was it O'Grady? House painter. Which I believe is the old man who put him in the box that they then accidentally knocked the four-leaf clover off of because why wouldn't you nail it to the box to make sure it never falls off? But whatever. Or tape something. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, I want to shoot. McCheese. Last one. It's not O'Grady. I think that would have been my guess. Been. Crap. Yeah. All right, farts and tarts. Him. Farts and tarts. It's got to be the guy that stole Pee Wee's bike. It is Francis. <laughs> Damn it. What else is that guy doing? Mark Holton. Uh, well, he was grown up Stewell Angel in uh, the League of Their Own movie. So, okay. you know, there's that. Sure. But yeah, he hasn't really done a whole lot of late uh, aside from that. So, hmm. and, uh, the job's a job. Yeah. 
he's not exactly the most well-written character in the original leprechaun there's no he's sort of, kind of lenny from of mice and men yeah it's kind of yeah borderline Except offensive without the kind of like spinner yeah worse maybe mm. he loves warwick davis to okay death. so one to one one to one chumpzilla merrick cheese are tied at one now Number three, when the leprechaun went back to the hood in 2003, he took on this famous rapper. Parts and charts. Oh, you have to read them out, don't you? Is it A, oh. Sticky Fingers? Is it B, Ice T? Is it C, Master P? Or is it D, Snoop Dogg? Parts and charts. It is Ice T. Incorrect. That's the first movie. Ah! I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. Mary McCheese. Master P. Incorrect. Ah, fuck. Your remaining are Sticky Fingers or Snoop Dogg? I want it to be Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. It is not Snoop Dogg. It was Sticky Fingers from oh. Onyx. And do you think because Snoop Dogg is really good? good Bonus points if you can name the other f- horror franchise that Sticky Fingers was a part of. Oh. Um, relatively famous. He also did the soundtrack for one of the films. Uh, Tales from the Hood. Uh, I don't that know if that's kind of racist. I don't know if that's tr- correct or not. But he was Blade in the Blade TV series. Are you? I, oh, oh wow! I, yeah, I, I knew was going to oh. say Blade. Damn it! And I believe I heard... he did the soundtrack for Blade One. Okay, like I the, well, the... I. See, I knew a guy from Onyx was in Blade. I didn't know that was him, though. Yeah, but he's Blade. There, there is a, there is like a Tales from the Crypt knockoff. It's Tales from the Hood. Right? There is, and it's yeah. Corbin Burnson is a plantation he's... owner who. Oh, is Tales from the Hood is great. Super super I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Sticky Fingers is in that though. Okay. No, he's, I don't, he's not in it. Uh, that movie is okay. way better than this movie. Yeah, there's even like a, a Clockwork Orange like riff in Tales from the Hood. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I I've probably seen that a good half dozen times. I love that yeah. fucking movie. So yeah. we're still tied at one to one with Chumpzilla and Mary McCheese. Number four, the tagline for this film is "One small step for man, one giant leap for terror." <laughs> Which of the following was not one of the taglines? I repeat, was not one of the taglines from the other films. Question: Before we get in there. Is it one giant leap or one giant lep for terror? Because using leprechaun, I think it's still leap. Which so they're fine. Their marketing department, come on. It's still a bit of a pun. I think that still qualifies as a pun. Could have been better, but yeah, okay. Uh, So here they are: A. Evil has a whole new rap. B. Welcome to Vegas. The odds are you won't leave alive. C, this time, luck has nothing to do with it. Or D, stay away from me, Lucky Charms. Well, farts and tarts, tarts, it's got to be D. It's D. Yeah. Evil has a whole new rap. It's the best. They go to Vegas in one of them? Yeah. Yeah. I only knew that because T. Dubs mentioned earlier. Leprechaun 3 goes to Vegas. Uh, okay, Chumzil is up two to one. Uh, you're Woo! still in this, McCheese. You've got a chance to rent the laser shillelagh 
uh, Captain Cash, you'll have to borrow that for your inevitable cosplay as the leprechaun. Halloween's right around the corner. I need that laser show <laughs> as the urethra leprechaun. Uh, so number five, as mentioned, director Brian Trenchard Smith was a prolific helmer of schlock. Oh. Which of these did he not direct? Did he not direct? A, Atomic Dog. B, Aztec Rex. C, Nature of the Beast. Or D, Dead End Drive-In. And these are all actual movies. These are all actual movies. Okay. I'll wow. go last if it's okay with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Farts and Tarts, Atomic Dog. Incorrect. He directed Atomic Dog. Which essentially was that just VHS a, where it's like yeah, a green eyes. Half, like, half Cujo, yeah. half Terminator. Chumzilla, you have to go. You have two points. I don't have. Uh, I, okay. No, I will absolutely jump on this grenade, McCheese. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to shoot my Lucky Charms. Um, it's got to be, he did not direct Aztec Rex. Incorrect. Oh! <laughs> Farts. It, it still doesn't mean I'm going to level up here. What are my last two options? As it was known in, in Latin American territories, Azteca Tyrannosaur. <laughs> you please don't say that. It's real I'm not kidding. Um, okay, so here's Listen, what you've got left. If Velocipaster can be a thing, <laughs> I don't know why Azteca Sore is out of bounds. Your remaining choices are Nature of the Beast or Dead End Drive-In. I mean, he just did one about animals, so I don't think he's going to do two about animals. So nature of the Beast? Correct. Ah! <laughs> nature of the Beast was directed by Rodman Flender, director of Leprechaun Flanders? 2, and this classic Devin Sawa film, Idle Hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey, that's uh, that's everything. Uh, that's Seth Green too, right? In the end, so yeah, Seth Green and uh, Fulton Reed from the Mighty Ducks. Are we and splitting the Foggy Nelson? You got a yeah. you got a bonus question. So uh, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna cut the shillelagh in half because well, you how, tied how about, on the how last about question. Chumpy you... can have the shillelagh. I'll take the weird knife part of it. Okay, you want the knife part? Fine. Yeah, um, if I get the knife part, he can have a shillelagh. Uh, we can, we can, we can swap weekends. That's okay. all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, joint you know, custody. Joint custody of the mm. the murder shillelagh. And you yeah. get you split the gold. Chumpsilla's eating a lot of Sweet. lead paint, so no worries on his end. He'll be fine. My kids love painting rocks, tick- so I always am a short of rocks in this house. <laughs> there uh, you go. So we're on to our recommendations. Uh, we'll start with you, McCheese. What do you recommend? Oh, I got nothing. I, I mean... Other than Black Phone and other stuff, I really haven't watched anything other than these shit movies. So I'll go watch anything better, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll give my recommendation to anyone else who's actually watched some new things. Chumpsilla, you love watching horrible schlock. And let, I, let me I, guess, it was I on do. Tubi. It was, uh, yeah, definitely. On, <laughs> on we, let's get our Tubi dings in here. Yeah. And so what was it? Well, you know, I really wanted to recommend the new Hellraiser movie on Hulu, the reboot. But I watched it and it was okay. I mean, I joked on Twitter earlier, it is better than Bloodline and it's definitely better than Revelations. But I I came away underwhelmed. I will say this, the production value is quite high. Uh, some of the character designs are pretty cool, 
but the movie was just pretty meh. Um, I, I will say the violence, the gore was definitely updated, but it, it was still very much like standard Hellraiser type gore. It wasn't like anything we hadn't really seen before, but it was definitely done better with modern effects, which was kind of cool. But I, I just, yeah, I, I was a little underwhelmed. So I'm not going to recommend that. I went ahead though and did watch something relatively schlocky on Tubi and it is spooky season. So I think it's very appropriate. It's the movie most people have probably already seen, but it's been a while because I don't think this is quite the classic that it should be. And that is arachnophobia. I watched that again today for no good reason. And I forgot how much fun that movie is and how relatively creepy all the spider effects are. The practical stuff, solid. Some of the puppet work, eh. But hey, uh, you got Jeff Daniels, John Goodman. It's a pretty funny movie uh, for like kind of, it's like a, it's a love letter to like B-movie uh, creature features from the 50s and 60s. Um, it's there a, it's, are some jump scares, boy. Yeah, I love it's arachnophobia. Like, I love based it. on it's what like, Chumpy says, I'm changing my recommendation to uh, Anaconda. Uh, yeah exactly uh but no seriously arachnophobia holds up so well i'm like i can't believe this movie is as good as it is it's legit and I, i'll be the old guy and say you know what they don't make movies like that anymore it's like it's got heart the characters are interesting it's got that steven spielberg touch and of course he was one of the producers of the film and uh, the director uh i can't think of the guy's name now frank marshall uh, he was one of the producers on uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and several other of uh, uh, Spielberg's films. So it just it's one of those movies that's got that Spielberg-y 80s, early 90s, like Hollywood feel to it. So yeah, revisit Arachnophobia. It's better than you remember. Also, Mimi from the Drew Carey show is married to the coroner. Who's yes. in lots of great character actors yeah, in that yes, movie. Yes, tons of great character actors. Uh, and and, and they're, all, they're all funny and quirky. It feels like a real movie, like a real town, you know? It, just do it your really best does. not to drop your cane on the way out the door it's uh i love that movie i really really love that movie julian sands is the professor todd yep. from caddyshack 2 is is his assistant and, and here's from something caddyshack 2 and, and here's the thing that i didn't realize when i watched this movie as a kid and i watched it several times as a kid and i always enjoyed it right you can't tell me that john goodman's character is not absolutely carl spackler from caddyshack he's absolutely just doing uh bill murray from caddyshack delbert rules yeah uh, i i get it now those are the same character that's carl spackler with, with bug killer i love delbert and also i'm terrified of spiders so that's like a it's a movie that always gets me spiders same are so here. creepy man uh same captain here. cash what do you got for us I bet you it's it back. Hocus Pocus too. No, <laughs> Damn it. this is something that's been back after not thirty years, but three years. Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls is back on Netflix this week. Uh, it's basically about three to four kids in Northern Ireland, Derry specifically during the Troubles, and it is fucking hilarious. Uh, they all go to a Catholic school. The Nun uh, is great. Watch it if you haven't seen it. It's real good. No, we're not. Hey, okay. and Daredevil shows up in She-Hulk. He yeah. does. They bone. Spoilers. They I, yeah, definitely do, which only makes that. sense. So 
my recommendation is to if if you can sleep with charlie cox uh no that's legit that's a legit advice uh, captain cash a, also supports that he's, he's a, a tender lover and he taught me how to cook an omelet he taught captain cash how to care again about cosplay it's true um he seems like a hell of a nice guy, but my actual recommendation, I have a couple. So I watched the Fright Night remake from 2011, which I'd never seen. And it's really friggin' good. Stars Colin Farrell, who is one of the great actors we have. Anton Yelchin, who we lost way too soon. Tony Collette. Uh, uh, Imogen Poots, who is a little is a lot more famous now than she was in 2011 but it's great and if you're not familiar with fright night it's essentially a rear window if your neighbor was a vampire Mm -hmm. uh it was awesome i loved it oh dave franco's also in it being a douchebag which is like the you know the franco typecasting hallmark that's his bread and butter uh i i really really enjoyed it free on hulu right now so go watch it uh my second recommendation and this is gonna be a tough watch for for many people but it's the Dahmer show on netflix it's a truly fascinating story i know it's pretty controversial because of the way netflix handled it because you should absolutely not label that as lgbtq content and i know uh members of the families who were affected by what he did or are like why are we doing this again and i totally understand that too because it it's just grotesque. But I think what the show does super well is show you the failings of a hopelessly biased police force who was uh, afraid of the gay community and genuinely just did not really care about what was happening to the Black community. And because of the people he was preying on, because of the lifestyle he lived this guy got away with things for far longer than he should have and the show also does a very good job illustrating the cost of his actions uh to the to the people you know that it affected um and evan peters uh no i should say ralph boner well-known character actor ralph boner is the uh, lead role and he's very very good in it so it's a tough watch i don't think it's as bad as people are saying it's yeah, it's unsettling because he did some really gross things, but it's not like I've seen gro- things that intentionally try to make you feel sick. And this obviously knows what he did was terrible and disgusting, and it doesn't go that far. So, yeah. Well, I, I think you bring up an in- <clears throat> a very interesting point there, uh, T Dubs, because it's tough to put this in the correct historical context because. Uh, things were different there. Sensibilities were different back then uh, in that area in the, the greater Milwaukee uh, you know, metro. And yeah, he probably shouldn't have gotten away with what he did for as long as he did. But because he was operating in uh, communities that were marginalized and, you know, uh, under supported by, by the, the society as a whole, he was able to prey on them for entirely too long and, and had brushes with the, the law enforcement uh, folks along multiple the way times, yeah. multiple yeah. times and just didn't get caught. It's, it's kind of shocking because today I think people wouldn't believe something like that could happen. You know, millennials, the Gen Zers, the Zoomers, they're like, how's that even possible? Well, you know, back then and the before times, 
you could get away with a lot if you just kind of I think stayed on the wrong side of the tracks. I think if you if if you're ever thinking, oh, systemic racism, that's not a thing, it absolutely is. And uh, some of the things that happen in the show that are the show is pretty close to accurate. It does embellish certain things. I went on sort of a deep dive because I was really young when this all happened. But mm-hmm. um, yes, it absolutely is a thing. And this guy got the benefit of the doubt a lot. So now let's close out the show. Uh, remember, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hops and Beal Flops. You can find myself on Twitter at WriterTLK. You can find Captain Cash at the end of the rainbow. Or Faith and Begora. <laughs> on all social media at C-A-P-T-C-A-S-H. Uh, Chumpzilla can be found at Chumpzilla8 on Twitter. McCheese can be found at HBF McCheese on Twitter. And check out Wabam Entertainment at WabamEntertainment.com as well as on Twitter and Instagram at W-O-B-A-M-E-N-T. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to like, share, and subscribe and connect with us on social media to share ideas for future episodes. In the end, listeners, and yes, this is a direct quote from Leprechaun because I like to end the show with quotes. Remember one thing, as Shakespeare said, shit happens. (laughs) We'll see you next week for the third installment of Hops and Cosmic Terror Flops with the infinitely entertaining Jason X. I, I don't think Shakespeare really said that, you guys. No. He, <laughs> shit doth happen is what he actually said. Yeah. Shite yeah. doth occur. <laughs> <laughs>